Kyle Sondland and Herbert Konings are founding partners for Security Token Group. All opinions expressed by them or guests on this podcast are solely their opinions and do not represent the views of Security Token Group or its subsidiaries. You should not take any opinion expressed on the show as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow any investment strategy. This podcast is for informational purposes only. and welcome back to this week's episode of the Security Token Show. My name's Kyle Sondland and I'm joined with Herwig Konings and we're talking about everything to do with security tokens and blockchain technology, diving into an amazing episode here today with really a, a pretty awesome top five, if I do say so myself. But before we dive into any of that, we're talking about our sponsor, Honeybricks, who built a revolutionary platform breaking the barriers to investing in commercial real estate. By providing compliant fractional tokenized ownership, they make buying, earning passive rental income, and selling real estate instant, low cost, and a pretty enjoyable experience. Each Honeybricks real estate token represents real ownership in a physical real estate property that generates passive income and capital growth. Here's how it works. It includes your basic information. You got a KYC, you got an AML, you got to understand who these people are that are investing to actually buy the tokens. But then purchasing the tokens on the Honeybricks marketplace is pretty smooth to browse their current offerings, checking out everything going on and using you can use fiat crypto or stake existing crypto to get access to these assets. Honeybricks lets you own real estate on autopilot with a vetted management team that runs the asset to its highest potential and allows you to just focus on contributing with your wallet. So with that, thank you so much, Honeybricks, for supporting the show this week. And Herwig, let's get right into it. Of course. Thank you to our sponsors for making this show possible. We've got a great, great set of news, latest STOs, latest market updates, even some metaverse updates. As you said, let's jump in. And kicking off our top five, we have the number one piece of news you need to know, KKR, one of the largest private equity firms in the world, hundreds of billions of dollars worth of assets. KKR took their healthcare fund and one of their feeder funds specifically into their largest healthcare fund, and they are tokenizing a share of it. They're allowing accredited investors to get in on these deals. Traditionally, this is something you would not have exposure to. You can't just get in willy-nilly into KKR's private equity growth funds. This is a revolutionary opportunity. They see the value of tokenization and increasing opportunity for people to invest, as well as really testing the pilots here to see the efficiencies of blockchain technology. KKR coming live on Avalanche, on Securitize. This is our number one news of the week. Definitely always pay attention when a massive private equity giant like that makes moves in tokenization. Next up, number two, we've got Spice VC, the first tokenized fund in history, one of the very first security tokens ever, announcing not their first, but second investor payout this year. Amazing stuff. They actually announced that it's coming from their sales in both Securitize as well as its stake in Block Demon. So they made some return that they are now happy to give back to investors. In fact, Tal, the managing director, uh, mentioned that there may even be more coming soon in 2023. Congratulations, Spice VC and the four over 400 investors that are part of that security token fund. This distribution is a multi-million dollar distribution. That's thousands of dollars per investor at least 
Pretty big deal. Number three, Onera. Onera, you may have heard of them before because they've been in this space for quite some time. Onera is an issuance platform transfer agent doing all those amazing things, but internationally. And Onera has announced their Series A closure. This was no joke. This was a $20 million Series A with JP Morgan participating. We see JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, and many other investment banks investing into this infrastructure. They see the future. Onera, congratulations for a successful fundraise and what a cast of investors. And moving on to number four, we've got Japan's SBI, one of their leading investment banks. Not only are they making security token moves in Japan, but since 2020, they set up an operation in Singapore and they are now announcing a successful approval for their capital markets license in Singapore, which means they can bring both uh, derivative services as well as what they define as crypto securities to the Singapore investor audience. Great to see that cross-border expansion by SBI. And to round out our top five, number five, if you've heard me talk on Twitter Spaces, on any of these live types of conversations, you'll know that I love to talk about the SWIFT network and how this was developed in the 70s, 80s, and hasn't really been perfected since, which makes no sense considering we're in the technological age that we are today in the 21st century. Well, that is set to change as the SWIFT network is looking to get into blockchain technology, looking to leverage distributed ledger technology for their underlying infrastructure using Symbiont smart contracts and blockchain infrastructure. That partnership between the two platforms is huge because the SWIFT network powers all of the financial systems here in the United States. Absolutely, absolutely love this week's top five, but we've got even more news now over with Annie Yancey. Happy Grand Rising, everyone. We have tons of exciting news this week, so let's get started. First off, we have one of America's favorite coffee companies, Starbucks, offering an NFT-based loyalty program using Polygon's blockchain technology. They are calling it the Starbucks Odyssey, and it is set to offer benefits, a unique experience, community building, and customer engagement. The NFT is set to be built on Polygon's proof-of-state network, which sits on top of the Ethereum network. This means they can avoid high costs and low transaction speeds caused by the congestions on Ethereum's main network. The company is stating they are one of the first to integrate NFTs with an industry-leading loyalty program at scale. They are also creating a built-in marketplace where you can purchase limited edition stamps. The stamps do not require a crypto wallet or cryptocurrency, just a valid credit card. Each collectible stamp has points depending on its rarity and members will be able to sell or buy their stamps in the marketplace. The more stamps you collect, the more points you will accumulate and the benefits and experience you will unlock. Experiences include rewards such as virtual espresso martini making class, access to unique merchandise, artist collaborations, and even a trip to Starbucks Hacienda Alsacia coffee farm in Costa Rica. Next up, we have what we have all been waiting for, the Ethereum merch. Bank of America is saying Ethereum's blockchain upgrade may lead to greater institutional adoption of Ether. The reasoning behind this is that the notable re reduction in energy consumption after the merge. They say this will allow institutional investors to purchase Ether for the first time. They also said the ability to stake ETH may drive institutional adoption. Following up, we have the man blamed for the crypto winter, Duquan, founder and CEO of Terraform Labs, had an arrest warrant issued against him in South Korea and may be forced to return to the country. 
In May, Terra USD was then the 11th largest cryptocurrency and crashed from its US dollar peg and fell close to zero, bringing down the Luna coin with it. The fall impacted the entire crypto industry, which saw its overall market cap fall below $1 trillion. The warrant issued to Quill is the first charges relating violating the Capital Markets Act. Authorities are now trying to force Kwon back to South Korea by seeking to have his passport revoked. For our last news of the day, we have FTX set to acquire 30% of Skybridge Capital, the alternative investment. Skybridge will use part of the proceeds to buy $40 million in cryptocurrency for its corporate balance sheet as a long-term investment and will set the remaining aside to fund new initiatives. The investment follows a partnership between FTX and Skybridge to sponsor SALT conferences in North America, Asia, and the Middle East, as well as to co-present April's Crypto Bahamas conference where FTX pledged to set up a headquarters. All right, everyone, that's all the news I have for you today. Let's pass it on to Megan with SEO updates. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Security Token Show. Let's recap what has been a very, very busy week in the tokenization space. Alongside the industry-leading technology company T0, XY Labs has launched their stock on T0 Markets, a marketplace to trade private digital securities. This will be the first opportunity for XY investors to trade their stock and the first opportunity in over three years for anyone new to join XY Labs' journey. T0 offers an extremely simplified shareholding experience for XY investors, a single service that can help users track their shareholdings, market activity, and stock value. With an easy-to-use trading interface, T0 gives XY Labs investors the independence and security they want with their shareholdings. XY Labs uses T0's smart contract technology built on the Ethereum blockchain, and they utilize Vertalo's SEC-registered transfer agent services to manage its cap table. To learn more about this offering, you can check out T0 or discover more about XY Labs on their website and social media. Next up, we have a big one. Investment firm KKR has put a portion of its private equity fund on the Avalanche blockchain via Securitize. This healthcare strategic growth fund provides exposure and invests in innovative healthcare companies in North America and Europe with proven products and services that are seeking a partner to commercialize and scale. KKR is one of the biggest investment management firms in the U.S. with $491 billion AUM as of June 30th. This fund, tokenized via Securitize, is being offered under SEC Reg D 506C, and the tokenization allows for retail investors to have access to KKR's fund, something that was previously inaccessible. Enabled by blockchain, this tokenized feeder fund on AVAX is a huge step forward for democratizing private equity. Investors will set up an account via Securitize to go through KYC and AML accreditation to invest in the fund. You can learn more now via Securitize or head over to KKR's website. As a disclosure, Securitize Markets is the registered broker-dealer of the security token market crowdfund, but no fees were exchanged between the parties for this feature. Next up, we have Diamond tokenization startup called Diamond Standard. They have raised $30 million in the Series A. The company's aim is to have diamonds as an investable asset to complement exposure to shares, index funds, and cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. The round was led by Left Lane Capital and Horizon Kinetics with participation from Grangels and Republic. This will provide a new store of wealth to both retail and institutional investors. 
You can head over to the blog for more information on this. And we have one more update. It is from Ruby Art Museum. Their private token sale sold 100% of the tokens to 15 private investors. And in the second phase of the public sale, which is taking place now, Ruby is re-offering 25% of the total amount of tokens to the public. 27% of the tokens have already sold, and the museum is not even open yet, which is awesome. The Ruby public offering of the art security tokens is still open until the end of January of 2023, and all token holders will be invited to the museum for an exclusive art viewing. Head over to ruby.be for more information on this. That is all this week, so I'll talk to you guys next week, but for now, let's send it over to sjs.e. Hello, and happy Monday! And what a Monday it is. The headlines have been chock full from all over the industry, but we begin the week with the total security token market cap, which is up to over $18.2 billion. This is in part due to the listing of XY Labs Class A common stock that began trading on the T0 ATS on September 14th. XY Labs provides a connection between the real and digital worlds through blockchain, Internet of Things, and data-focused products. They opened at $0.63 cents per token and have traded all the way up to over $1.40 in over 222% gain. Welcome home, XY Labs. And as I'm sure you have heard, Ethereum's merge has been successfully completed. That's right. Ethereum is officially a proof-of-stake currency. Until now, both Ethereum and Bitcoin are running on proof-of-work, which requires high-powered computers to verify transactions and mine new coins across a decentralized global computer network. The long-awaited merge moves Ethereum onto a more energy-efficient proof-of-stake mechanism for validating transactions, thereby reducing its carbon footprint by up to 99%. However, the SEC chair, Gary Gensler, said that proof-of-stake blockchains, which generate new coins for their investors who pool holdings, take on investment contracts like attributes, and could bring them under his agency's purview. Is Ethereum now an illegal security? Time will tell, but we'll keep you updated. And finally, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my old friend, Ravencoin. As data shows, miners have flocked to the alternative chain and mass in this major mining shift leading to the explosion of Ravencoin's hash rate, which soared by, get this, over 541% in the two weeks leading up to the merge between September 1st and September 15th. This has resulted in a near 75% gain in the value of the coin, even as the broad crypto market has continued its descent. That's all for now, but have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll see you next Monday. Wakey wakey, welcome to Inside the Metaverse with your host, Eve Bankong. iHeart seeks out a presence in the metaverse by jumping inside Roblox. The media company introduced iHeartland as one of its one-of-a-kind locations for gaming, live events, music, and interactive experiences with popular artists that is aiming to feel like the ultimate block party. Each user gets a chance to have a music studio to personalize by building their way towards a virtual music empire. Users can also interact with avatars and visit their studios. Next, FIFA launches a NFT platform on Algorand. And with perfect timing coming up to the World Cup, the platform named FIFA Plus Collect is going to launch later this month and will feature affordable, inclusive, and accessible NFTs that feature amazingly cool soccer moments and imagery. 
As the World Cup is set to take place in Qatar in November, these moments may be a part of that conversion into digital collectibles. Moving forward, Reddit's Alex Ohanian leads a $54 million doodles capital raise. In a time where NFTs don't really have the best brand image, the colorful profile picture maker Doodles raised $54 million of equity funding backed by 776 Acru Capital, FTX Ventures, and 10T Holdings. The company plans to use proceeds of its capital infused, which, by the way, brings the valuation to about $700 million to expand in music and gaming. Next, Starbucks is following the recent metaverse trend by lowering the barrier to entry for those without crypto know-how. The Starbucks Odyssey experience will not require users to use an Oculus Quest or any other equipment. It will be entered through the Starbucks Rewards app, and users also don't need to have a crypto wallet to purchase and collect NFTs. According to Starbucks, the interactive games will encourage users to collect these digital badges, which will also be assigned points of values based on their rarity on the blockchain to unlock benefits like virtual espresso martini making classes, access to exclusive merchandise, and invitation to events that Starbucks rotisseries and event international vacations, like a trip to Starbucks coffee farm in Costa Rica. That was Inside the Metaverse with your host, Eve Van Kolb. Thank you, Eves, for that amazing look inside the metaverse. Crazy stuff going on. But let's bring it back to the Security Token Shows segment, Companies of the Week. This is where Kyle and I, we each choose one company we thought made the biggest moves in the space last week, and they deservedly get the spotlight. Kyle, who's your pick this week? My pick this week is none other than INX. You certainly have heard of them. They're an ATS alternative trading system, a marketplace, or internationally, you might call it an exchange, but not quite here in the United States. They are a registered broker and they trade security tokens. They have been making headlines all over the place for listing news and letters of, of intent with launching new issuers, as well as, of course, the fact that they did a registered public offering in which they raised 80 plus million dollars for the INX token, which trades on their platform. And INX has come out this week with INX1. They fully revamped their platform and their backend API structures, super relevant for security token market. And they've got a whole new platform. So I wanted to congratulate them for bringing a new level of user experience efficiencies to this market. I think that this is huge for the development in the industry that we really focus on reducing friction of users to participate in this ecosystem. And INX is doing just that. So shout out to them for launching their new platform. I know how much work goes into those developments. Check out INX1. Interfaces are so important. And of course, upgrading your infrastructure, it's not a one and done. It's a constant evolvement and development, something that we're also actually hopefully going to announce soon too. But with that, Kyle, I'd love to tell you about my company of the week, tell me. which is ADEX, also based out of Singapore. Uh, ADEX is one of the leading security token marketplaces out there. Uh, and actually, just recently, they announced in collaboration with Boston Consulting Group, one of the leading consulting group. If you haven't heard of them, they're basically McKinsey. Uh, and they actually worked on a dedicated report for security tokens called on-chain tokenization during crypto winter. So this is as relevant as it gets, folks. It's a great, great report. It's really even not that long to read. Pretty digestible, but in-depth information there. We're talking about the crypto winter and the relation, how everything happened, but there was some great information there, of course, about tokenization. 
Did you know that currently roughly almost 0.40, that's 40 basis points of the entire capital markets has been tokenized? According to them, that's the case. So pretty awesome. But by 2030, we expect closer to 10% of all capital markets to be tokenized, according to BCG and the ADEX report. And there's a whole lot more good stuff in there. This is key for regulators, for legislators, for institutions, investors, traders, entrepreneurs, asset managers. This is key for the industry to get relevant recent information like this on tokenization. So for all those reasons, I got to give it to ADEX. And of course, a shout out to BCG for doing that heavy lifting. Mm, that sounds like it makes a lot of sense for those two great companies. And with that, I think we can dive into our main topic. And for our main topic this week, security token investors got paid. We don't get to say that super often here on the show because the industry is so new and we're really early into the stakes, but we wanted to highlight a really interesting story. And this comes from Liddy Capital. Liddy Capital had a successful 5X ROI in one year from an acquisition of one of their tokenized offerings in the litigation finance industry. This is huge news because they only have four cases. One of them in the first year has already blown it out for 5X. So I think that what we really need to do, Herwig, is talk about what's going on here what they're doing and how this might happen in the future to continue to scale. Wow, congratulations, Liddy Capital. Congratulations, security token industry. This is major news. This is, as you pointed out, litigation finance returning a five times uh, amount on your original investment within a year. That is extremely uncommon in the investment space. It's a very high ROI, way above industry for sure. But more interestingly, Kyle, it's litigation finance. How many people on the show have even heard of that. We've done one episode on it before. It is a brand new asset class that most people don't realize you can actually invest in lawsuits. That's what happened here. You pointed out this firm has four active cases, one of which uh, has officially successfully uh, seen the settlement, the return from the case, uh, which this case was five times the amount of the investment. What does that investment go into? It goes into lawyers. It goes into the lawsuit, research, uh, you know, special witnesses, all kinds of things to make sure that if there is a potential case with a winning settlement, now investors can get behind it and give it the firepower and resources to make sure that it can see the light of day, make sure that it has all the resources it needs to be successful, and of course, deliver a successful return to right. investors. In, in a lawsuit, especially here in the United States, it can be incredibly profitable, especially when there's something that actually goes wrong. Maybe you do have a point, but the problem is you may not have the capital to actually be able to prosecute, as you said, to hire the attorneys, to really focus on some of those deep dives into making sure that processes are followed and justice is served. So instead of having to just let the case die because you can't afford it, potentially raising outside capital, giving up a portion of what you stand to gain in the future makes a lot of sense, right? 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. So with these cases, essentially, you can essentially like a debt collector, right? If you owe debt, yeah, sure, I'll give you 20% of the debt if you can help me recover the 80%. In the same way here, this is essentially the structure. Investors are able to invest in a lawsuit and then potentially see the returns in the future. And Liddy Capital has talked about many different types of litigations that are actually available here. Intellectual property, lawsuits, things like that about using restricted things, patent infringement, exactly. Employment law, arbitration, bribery. 
they say there's a total winnable value of over $15 billion in this market. That's pretty astounding. That's just their pipeline alone. So definitely go check out Lady Capital. They definitely obviously have their own, just like any investment uh, sort of fund, have their own practices of how they select cases, which ones, how they source them. This is an entire industry, again, that most people haven't heard of, which means it's very niche, which means it's very specific to a, a group of investors. But now, Thanks to tokenization, we as investors digitally can get exposure to an asset class we've never even heard of, right? Now we can get exposure to this 15 billion in potential winnings and settlements over the next few years. Like I said, they already still have some few cases open. It means that they've already successfully raised money from investors. There's demand for this industry. And as opposed to doing a traditional way where you have to bet on the case, and wait, which means, which is why they're raising money in the first place, you could be looking at years before you actually see a settlement. Mm. Tons of delay tactics, tons of other methods that are used to delay cases and make them go on longer. But of course, with tokenization, as these cases get updates, perhaps favorably, perhaps unfavorably, at least the market can now react. Maybe I don't have time to sit in this case any longer. Kyle's looking to get in because all the tokens have been purchased. Well, I'm willing to sell mine. He's willing to get in and get that upside. It's a win-win for everyone. And this really just unlocks the value of tokenization. We're talking about many different asset classes that traditionally no one had access to, or maybe in some unique cases, the occasional one-off hedge fund or private equity firm is able to specialize in some of these things. We've covered life insurance policies, a bunch of these very niche assets that do have serious ROI, that are interesting for an investor from an investment perspective that could potentially be open to other investors. Not to mention, it brings the cost of capital down and helps bring justice, especially in this market, helps actually settle cases and helps make them happen faster, more smoothly, and helps make sure that people are held accountable for what's going on and in the industry. For that, Kyle, I want to give Liddy Capital another congratulations, including its investors who are now seeing that wonderful return because this is a big win for the industry. Let's review. One, we are now enabling through tokenization digital access to an asset class most of us probably would have never invested in in our lifetime. Two, we're leveraging fractionalization. So instead of having to invest $100,000 to get in on the case, I can invest as little as $1,000. i am not sure exactly what Lady Capital's version is, but you get the idea. And last but not least, something we haven't discussed, but we did mention earlier on the show already, we saw with Spice VC in our top five doing a successful payout here we have the same mechanics. In order to pay out investors uh, through a tokenized manner is much, much easier than having to do it manually. So now this five times return, which may have happened even quicker than they anticipated, doesn't matter. Still easy to facilitate, still easy to make that payout. For all those reasons, this is why Kyle and I, we love security tokens. So keep an open mind. Let's think about how to leverage tokenization. If you've got any questions about what's going on, you certainly can leave any comments in the section below, or you can check out Security Token Advisors. They are a specific consulting firm, a sister company of Security Token Market that produces this show, who does exactly this in helping issuers and people figure out how to leverage blockchain technology for their deals. You can reach out to either Herwig or myself, and we'll be happy to help you and answer anything you want to know about this industry because it's been blowing up recently. And of course, to monitor all that, you should check out stm.co. That's where you can find all the latest trading data, all the latest news, all our latest reports and publishings. It's a one-stop shop for security tokens. Check it out, stm.co. And meanwhile, we'll get you on next Monday. See you again. Happy tokenizing.